What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1,123 of AskPat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're talking with Keelan Block, who is a basketball coach, loves it. That's his passion. It's not his full-time gig, but he does teach kids of uh, several different ages and wants to do more of that. He wants to get in the gym more and use his superpowers. And so there's a lot of navigating that I do today to discover where might we be able to go with his special skill? Because obviously he's not the only one to teach basketball, but we try to find a superpower within that and how he could differentiate himself. And this is a really great conversation, very, very tactical in terms of how I approached the questions and how I tried to get Kellen comfortable talking a little bit more about himself. And so I hope that you could take this and perhaps you might be trying to coach somebody down the road. I, I, I encourage you to just pay attention to how I'm talking to Kellen and, and how great of a job he does uh, of answering the questions too. And I think we get to some really exciting conclusions here. So make sure you listen all the way through. I appreciate you. And here he is, Keelan Block. Keelan, what's up? Welcome to Ask Pat. Thanks so much for being here today. What's up, Pat? How you doing? I'm doing good. Really excited to uh, learn more about you and help you out. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Uh, okay. My name is Keelan Block. I am a basketball coach. And I do some basketball skill training, development, teaching, coaching, however you want to phrase it. I know people use uh, a lot of different phrases for that. And that's kind of why I wanted to get in touch with you just to kind of see what aim or direction I should take that skills or development coaching. So, How do you currently coach people? Is it more in person? Is it online at all? What, what do you have going on right now? Uh, everything is, is person. I don't really do anything online. I know that's uh, like a big thing now. I know people are really big into that space. Everything that I do is in person. So That's cool. Uh, what Any particular age group that you coach more than others? No. I mean, I'm just kind of a, it's kind of a wide spectrum. I have kids as young as maybe first or second grade all the way up to high school. Well, actually college. I had a couple of professional guys but they retired and started coaching. So most of my kids are in between, you know, like I said, second to third grade all the way up to college. That's cool, man. That's cool. I used to ball quite often, pick up games here in San Diego, even as a, as an adult, that just uh, love the game and I want to help you out. So I think the first question is sort of, you know, what's on your mind? Where uh, do you want to take this? I, I'm curious to know with, co with basketball coaching and helping kids out, like, what is your goal? I mean, I would assume just like everybody else is to find a way to turn this into a full-time gig. It's just kind of outside of coaching. I have a, another full-time job that I do in coaching. So it's just really about how to turn it into, you know, a full-time job. Like what's the best way to do it, the best manner to approach it. Awesome. How are you currently getting clients signed up? Pretty much word of mouth. I mean, it's been that way since I started. It's probably been... I played professional ball for about five or six years. Mm. I think I got done about 2010 or so. So I, uh, it's pretty much been word of mouth since then. That's cool. That's a really good sign because, you know, that means you are uh, probably helping some kids out and they're sharing and their parents are sharing with each other. And that's, that's good because that means you got, a, you got quality stuff, right? So that's, that's often the first thing I try to figure out. It's like, okay, well... 
are is what you're doing, you know, worth putting out there in the world? Because if it wasn't good, all we're putting out there in the world is like more of the sort of average stuff, right? So I, that that that's good that you have some signs that okay, this is something people actually want, and word of mouth is 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 kind of the best kind of marketing. But we could definitely ramp it up. I think before we get into like strategies and things like that, I'd love to know what your definition of full-time coach is and and what 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 would be that requirement cuz my goal in these kinds of conversations is to figure out and you've already told me what you want but I, I i want a little bit more clarity so we know for example like how many kids would that be or how many hours would you want to put into this or you know what what would be the moment when you would say oh yeah this is full-time for me so that you can make a decision to to leave whatever it is you're doing or 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 slow it down or or what have you. Do you have any numbers in mind in terms of income or number of kids or hours per day or anything like that yet? I I wouldn't say I mean obviously uh, I would probably say it's more income based. Mm-hmm. I mean the amount of kids doesn't necessarily matter. Right. I would probably say it's more income based. So to be able to replace what I would make from my full-time job and coaching. I mean, I would continue to coach. It's just something I love to do. But income-wise, just to replace that full-time job, I would probably say, I would assume too that I would probably need a little more just because I wouldn't have like typical insurance type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I would, right. Yeah. So I would assume that I would need more. I would assume probably sure it's probably the case, but uh, you know, I would say it's more income based as opposed to, you know, saying hours or kids, typical eight hours, you know, obviously at work. And then depending on the day, you know, I may be in the gym four hours, you know, or I could be in the gym one hour. It just kind of really depends. So I mean, with something like this, it's not like it would be like like a fitness class. Yeah. You know, obviously, <laughs> you have more people than, you know, you can potentially make more money in a shorter amount of time. So, yeah, the group coaching stuff is definitely where you could get scalability right you know i'm curious like if if you made the same amount of income that you make now with with your job but instead of going eight hours a day into work and then spending time at the gym it's just literally eight hours at the gym with kids would that be good enough for you you think like um, because you'd be not working all day and then having to do it it's just a part of your day and even though the income's the same and maybe the benefits aren't even quite there yet. Like, I'm just curious on, in terms of like emotionally how, how that would feel to you to just not even have to go into work, but you're, you're, you're working with kids all day and maybe the income is the same. I mean, I'd be cool with that. You know, the gym is typically where I want to be playing basketball all my life. It's something that I love. I would assume too. I can't, you know, fully say, uh, you know, I, that would probably be like how a teacher would feel, you know, to say, or be in a classroom with kids all day. Yeah, agreed. And so I would I would guess that I would be okay with that, but you know, at the same time, I think that's one of those things like if I got to that point and I needed to do something different, maybe hire somebody or work with somebody else or have other people to work with me and perform, you know, some of those sessions right. as opposed to me doing that, then you know, I that would probably be a bridge that I would cross at that time. Yeah, that, that that's definitely like phase two or phase three, right? Once you get like the the word out there, once you have like a steady number of clients coming in, you know, if you can't handle them all yourself, you can start scaling up and having other coaches come sort of coach with you. Or when you're not in the gym, there's at least somebody there at all times. Like that sort of thing starts to happen. But I want to rewind a little bit and 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 talk a little bit about 
that number. And we don't have to share exactly what that number is, but I think that's very important to have you figure out and have it be a goal because then what happens after that, it's, just, it's essentially just math, right? Right. So, I mean, you, you and, 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 and the number of clients you would need in, in that moment when you're like, this is going the way I want it to, I can quit or I can slow down or what, ha- what have you. It's just a math equation, right? So what, what could happen is, let's say it was like 50,000 a year, just I'm, I'm putting a number right. up there. Uh, okay. you, you could have one client pay you $50,000 a year to be like their personal coach, right? It's like some, I don't know, some, some you know, wealthy family who wants their kid to go pro, right? And they're gonna, just going to hire like the best and, and pay top dollar for that, right? Like that could literally have a one client only at that dollar amount could get you to that number, right? Or right. it's two clients at 25K or, you know, and the math goes on and on and on. So mm-hmm. you, in, in addition to like, okay, well, this is how much money I need. It might be interesting to consider, especially based on uh, going rates, which I don't know are uh, what those are. But uh, depending on, on what you want to do, you could also determine who your target market is. Because you could have the same package essentially, but depending on who you're selling it to and ultimately what their goals are and of course their income level as well. I mean, you could potentially charge a premium and have less clients to worry about and get to your number sooner. But at the same time, they'd likely demand a little bit more, uh, a little bit more from you at that, at that dollar level too. Where's your head at in terms of like, you know, the kinds of clients that, that you'd want to uh, bring in? Because if you, you know, you could charge... Ten dollars an hour for and and you would need so many students to get to that number too, right? So where's where's your head at in terms of like that? I think that's kind of the line, you know, yeah. dealing with kids. You know, when you get when you're at a younger age, obviously you need the kids to just kind of develop. So just saying to you know a second or third or fourth grade kid, may mm-hmm. need to focus on basketball. That doesn't necessarily help them, right? Because right. basketball may end up being their sport as opposed to. You know, somebody who's maybe a sophomore or a junior kid mm-hmm. that's decided, you know, they're not going to necessarily play another sport or maybe they play another sport that doesn't conflict with basketball. So I think that's kind of that line you walk, mm-hmm. you know, just as far as like, who do I approach? You know, not necessarily, oh, well, you know, I don't deal with, I don't do younger kids. Maybe you only do older kids. You know, maybe you only try to deal with professionals, which I, everybody wants to deal with professionals, right? Because you know, they're the, they would be the most dedicated because that would be their profession or their job. So they need to be the best they can be as opposed to, again, you know, may, maybe saying like a middle school kid or a high school kid who is not going to have the same type of, you know, dedication. Because, yeah. Right. They just don't understand that yet. They, you know, they're not to that point in their career or their life where it's just like, man, all right, I need to devote this much attention to this to be the best that I can possibly be. So I guess that's kind of that line where you would walk because I've, you know, walked the path that somebody would walk to go to college and then possibly, you know, play professionally, whether that's in Europe or the NBA, you know, sometimes you, you as a coach have to, you know, kind of tame what you would think or, you know, even how you would talk to them or talk to, or what you even talk to them about because of that, you know, so you see somebody that's not as dedicated then, you know, you can't put what you did or how you thought on them because, again, that's not necessarily how they may think or approach that. 
Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I think, you know, what's really cool about this is as you are just starting this out and wanting to scale it up, what's really cool is you have choices. You could go in any direction you want. And 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 the, the most important thing is you have to make decisions though. And if you when it when it comes to marketing and, and scaling up, you know, it's very common for entrepreneurs, especially coaches, to go, Well, I want to coach everybody because I want as many right. clients as possible. And on one hand, I get that. It's like you want to keep your options open, but at the same time, they call this niching down, right? The riches are in the niches. If you are like, I am only going to coach these ages of kids or these kinds of kids, and these are the results that I'm going to get those kids, then right. it becomes very clear for somebody on the other end, oh, that's not for me, and that's okay. Or mm-hmm. on the other hand, they go, oh, you you are exactly who I was looking for. And um, I think there could be some interesting thing. I, I, I think that's the most important thing for you to start thinking about, Keelan, is, is like, what kind of coach do you want to be known for? How do you want people to start finding others like them and bringing them your way? Because right now, word of mouth, I'm assuming, is kind of all over the place. And word of mouth is great again, but it could be, you know, a young kid one day, an older kid another day, and a different skill level another day. And that's right. also hard for you because as a coach, the best way to improve uh, the service that you could offer your clients is to have that focus and have that specialty and ha- like everything is all about that. And although it sort of leaves more people out that mm-hmm. aren't there, it also brings more people in who are there. And I mean, there's, I mean, and, and, and be creative with it. I mean, like, I think there's some really amazing things. I, I once heard a coach, it was in, in a different sport, mm-hmm. but they were a highly seeked out coach because they not only helped a person get good at their sport and move up to the college NCAA level, but they also help that kid navigate the decision-making in the college application process. And that was a part of the package. Like, I'm going to help your kid get better at this. But as a part of that, I'm going to, I'm going to like be there as a counselor for your kid as he grows up and gets into college. And I thought that was like a really neat way to add additional sort of care and thought. And it was for a specific kind of, kind of sport. But I mean, you could like, what do you, what do you want to be known for? And how, how do you want people to like what's on your business card, right? Like I help people get better at basketball. That's everybody's coach. Everybody, every basketball coach does that. So what's right. what's unique about you? Would you say? Do you mind if I ask what sport? Uh, it was uh, it was field hockey. <laughs> oh, right. The reason I ask that, like, that's a niche sport to begin with, right? So a coach in that specific sport who does that wouldn't be as commonplace, like. Like, that's the thing about basketball. Like, that's the hardest thing about basketball. And basketball is one of the, it may be the only sport that's like this, where Mm -hmm. people look at basketball and say, well, I can do what that guy's doing, or I'm good at that. Like, nobody does that with football. You don't do that with baseball. You know, they don't do that with the other sports. I think it's just the accessibility of basketball. Mm -hmm. You can just go grab a ball and go a basketball and go anywhere and play. You can't necessarily just do that with football or a baseball. And I think, and that's why I asked that, like there are a ton. I mean, there's so much on the basketball side with people who promote, right? With people who, like you were saying, if you add that extra skill as far as promoting the kids to get them to college, there are so many mom and pop people or businesses or you know whatever you want to call them that do that for these kids Mm -hmm. if you can put it go on the internet and there could be you know four or five six hundred sites so probably not that many but as an exaggeration but there are tons of 
you know, resources like that yeah. to say, come put your information, you know, on our website, pay this amount and we'll, you know, publicize your kid and put them out to right. these colleges. And right. obviously I'll success rate whatever the case is but. yeah i've seen that i mean i was following zion right like when he was in high school and i saw all the help he was getting from just all the social media stuff which i know he wasn't even doing like right. other people were doing it for him and that that's sort of one level of, of service right i think what i think would be helpful for you is is and, and this is great you've already got like a head start with you are coaching it's proven people are, are sharing word of mouth are you proactively asking for that word of mouth and 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 creating easier ways for those people to share you because i think that that that's a very unique thing that you have already available to you and since it's kind of working already what we could do is almost like start there and just make that work even better if that makes sense i probably don't do it as much as i should i'm a pretty reserved guy just in general right so i i mean like something as easy as saying like you saying something as easy as saying, hey, yo, you know, if you know anybody else that is interested or, you know, would like to develop more like, you know, right. obviously don't be shy about that. And I say that every now and then. I think sometimes like if I have a larger group as opposed to a smaller group, you know, or when I get newer people like, oh, man, this is great, you know you know, this is our first time doing something like this, or we've done it before. And, you know, we like this a little better because of the setup or what have you, then, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you know, for sure. Don't be scared to, you know, invite more people or pass the word along. But, you know, something as simple as that, I'm sure I don't do it enough. And that's easy, it. right? That's free to do. Right. And so that's, that's kind of low hanging fruit, if you will, to just kind of like build that client base a little bit more. And, you know, if word of mouth is working, guess what happens when you build your client base a little bit more? Now there's more mouths to spread the word, right? And it can kind of just happen organically through there. And what's interesting about this conversation, we've been talking for like 20 minutes. We we haven't mentioned building a website or going on Instagram and starting to, you know, share any of that stuff. And I, I don't think you should be there at first. Like I, this is very common for people to see other people doing it online. It's like, oh, I need a website. I need you know, this many followers on Instagram. Like I follow, I don't know if you follow Lethal Shooter on Instagram, but he helps coach people specifically on like shooting form. Shooting, right. yeah. And it's just, it's just incredible. But you, you can, you can start with what you have access to already and, 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 and get up to that point. I, I would still say some sort of specialty goes a very long way. Even if it's not like the main thing that, it, that, you know, is your selling point, it becomes like a, a sidebar selling point. Like, Oh, by the way, like, you know, I coach kids and I also am known for, you know, helping kids increase their vertical better than anybody else, right? right. Like some specific skill in there, which can be very attracting, especially for, you know, the the, the larger kids who want to dunk and go crazy, but um, nothing I would ever know about or even attempt <laughs> to try um, anymore. But yeah, I think, I think you have access to all things. I, I think something needs to unlock in your brain to just be okay with asking every once in a while. And it's not like... It's it's not scammy. It's not like you're gonna pretend to throw a pizza party and then tell everybody, all right, guys, you gotta invite a friend and then you're gonna pitch everybody kind of situation like you see in the finance right. industry and stuff. But um, just natural conversation and you know, any uh, another thing that works really well when it comes to referrals is just like somehow rewarding or thanking the people who was the one to spread the word, right? And it doesn't have to be huge. Just like even a even a little card or a little gift or you know, taking their family out to, to pizza one day, if, if they help to get a client that's been around for a while, just thanking them, like, 
that's how real estate people get their stuff done, right? They help they help a a family get a home, and then and then they're just in constant contact with them over time, just to hey, how's your home doing? And 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 then oh, by the way, if you know anybody else that's moving in around the area, I'd love to take care of them too for you, right? And then and then they take care of your friends as well, and then they give you like a little gift basket, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm always going to recommend Melissa every time somebody asks me about home buying in this neighborhood now, like that kind of situation doesn't even require a website. I, I would say that eventually having a easy like Squarespace website where it's just like you're like, because what, what's going to happen is people are going to spread the word of mouth and they're going to go, oh, like, tell me more. Where can I go? Where can I go well, find him? And I have a website. You do I have don't a website. Even, I, yeah, I don't really use it though. And okay. I, again, that's one of those things. I really want to redo it. I spent all of this time trying to, I, I mean, i Threw it up myself. I spent all of this time, probably way too much time on it. <laughs> Most of like us did. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> getting it up. And then, you know, it's like one of those things, like, I don't really, really use it. And people can go there and I still, I get some random hits from that. You know, it's just like people, like I have videos like on Instagram. I use a Twitter, you know, where I post little bits and pieces of like my workouts or whatever. Okay. And people can go and it, go to the workout. I mean, uh, my website and get a little backstory and I still get inquiries from that. But again, you know, most of the stuff is just like word of mouth stuff. You know, people who are already been playing or people who have been coming or again, like I said newer people who have just, you know, showed up and then it's like, oh yeah, you know, if you were, know any other people, obviously that you play with or, you know, family members that would be interested or, you know, have been looking, you know, for sure. Invite right. them in. You do have an Instagram, you said, where you like share yep. some videos here and there. Here, okay, yeah, I, that, that's really cool because he, here's what could potentially happen that could help support our idea of, of the word of mouth stuff. If one of your kids is like doing awesome and, he, you know, maybe has a high scoring game or, or just some win of any kind, you know, post a picture up if with parents' permission, obviously, uh, of, of that kid and like make them feel good and make them feel proud, like shine a light on them. And what happens is their parents and other friends will see that. And they usually at tag their friends or they usually go, hey, you know, check out uh, this post like that describes like his game. And, you know, that right. just points more eyeballs your way. And then what I would do is in every post or almost every post, I would just say at the bottom after the story, after the, the shine, shining the light on your kids, just uh, and, and your workouts, like every post even. Be like, hey, by the way, if you want to talk about maybe getting yourself coached or somebody, you know, coached, uh, you know, shoot me a DM and that's it. Right. You know, and then it's just very easy for them to just reach out to you from there. So if you are going to do anything online, I, w I would focus there. I wouldn't even worry about your website, to be honest, right now. Right. I mean, the sad, the sad part is like I have all of these videos. I, I was like, I make, you know, I'll take these videos, the detention of like maybe posting something. And then I end up not either posting just because I don't even take the time to do it. Or, you know, obviously family and life hits or what have For you. Sure. And I don't even post, you know... A lot of times I take these videos to like study, right? Just like, all right, you know, I got these videos. I talk about the stuff with the kids, you know, stuff we're working on, like a video kind of breakdown, oh, do you, you know, you got to share that stuff like behind the scenes and right. how you coach. Oh my gosh. It's like, I love everything he's saying. Look, look at how good he is with these kids. Like I want, I want that too. Right. And, 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 and part of the struggle is we've, this is new for all of us, right? Like we have to remember to turn the camera on or turn the phone on sometimes. And it's, it's hard to remember. And I think just building that habit a little bit support you really, really well. And, and I love that, that idea. And the fact that you're getting technical also will help you stand out from other coaches who are just kind of showing the highlights and 
you know, that kind of thing. But I, I think that, you know, you also have to think about like making the kid feel good about something, you know, reinforcing the good, the hard work that he did or, or, or she did. And, um, you know, that's a good reason. And that would pump me up to like, go, okay, I'll, I'll spend 10 minutes to like craft a nice post to celebrate this person and, and, and what they just did. And, you know, that, that ultimately just helps spread the word a little bit more. Right. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. Again, you know, it's like some of the stuff is just like, oh yeah, I just need to do that. And then I'll get, you know, I'll do it for like a week or a couple of weeks and then it's just like slowly fades. Yeah. You I know? mean, this is so common, right? This is what everybody, mm-hmm. like we, we get excited and we try it. And what I would do is, is, is not try to do it forever, just build a habit. And so what right. you could do is maybe for the next two weeks, you just let your people know on Instagram, like, hey guys, I'm doing a 14 day challenge where I'm gonna post uh, a win from one of my kids every day for 14 days. And it's just 14 days, like you're not committed forever. But right. as you know, when you challenge somebody, like you would challenge yourself, like people will rise to the occasion and and, and get it done and you, you build that habit a little bit. And likely you won't go every day after that, but at least you'll have, you know, you get used to the process, it'll remind you later and you might do another challenge later on or, you know, when the moment comes that you, you won't be as hesitant anymore. That makes sense. I mean, again, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. And make it easy on yourself. If it were easy, what would it look like? It doesn't have to be professionally shot or just whatever mm-hmm. simple, you know, and that's the other thing that holds a lot of people back. But I think, I think you have all the pieces of the puzzle and you could take this wherever you want to go. And hopefully the conversation today helped at least give you a little bit of direction and, and motivation for where you might take this. Uh, I appreciate that. Do you have a website link or where, where, where can we, um, cause people are going to be interested in following up and, and seeing what you're up to and where, where should people check you out? Uh, here, let me look. I don't need like, it's so sad. I don't even know what my IG is, my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, bar- I barely. That's okay. One. It's a sad, sad, sad story. So That's my Instagram good. is K underscore block 14. K underscore um, block 14. All right. Website is uh master with KB dot weebly.com cool dude you got all the pieces i i i envision with just a little bit of conscious doing nothing hard it, like you'll start to see results i appreciate that like you know sometimes you know you just need a little bit of push yeah dude this is this is uh you know it's it's a marathon but uh, um if you use a basketball analogy right like this 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 game of business it's it's a game it's long but you can break it up into different quarters. You can break it up into different plays. Focus on the next play. You're good. I'm walking into the gym right now. Yeah, you're in your Sorry. element. So I'll let you go. But uh, thanks so much. I appreciate you and, and good luck. Thanks, Pat. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Keelan. Uh, great guy, as you could tell. Just really cares about his kids and, and wants to do this more. And I can't wait to catch up with him in the future after he implements some of these things. Very, very interesting conversation about using Instagram and uh, just kind of sharing success stories with the kids, parents' permission, obviously, but to sort of just provide social proof for for what he does and, and differentiate himself. Because the truth is, and, and this is for everybody, uh, nobody's like you. Nobody does things in the same way that you do. So when you show up, you attract people who love you for you and, and want to work with you. So Keelan, great job. Good luck to you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I wish I was coached like Pat or I was, uh, sorry, if I wish I was coached like Kellen from Pat today, uh, you have that opportunity. Just head on over to, did I just raspberry on the podcast? I just, I think that's the first time I've ever done that. We're gonna keep it in because this is real life. But anyway, if you wanna get coached by me at some point in time, uh, it's not guaranteed, but you have to apply to try. Go to askpat.com 
fill out the application that's there, answer a few questions for me. I read them all and I select uh, just, it's kind of random, but not random if that makes sense. But I may reach back out to you and we'll have a chat here on the show, help you, help others listening in and we'll have some fun at the same time too. So thank you so much for listening and I appreciate you. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.